Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Got a really quick question for you up front today. Do you believe in the friend zone? You've said it was a really quick question, but that has a that I could explore that for. Oh, I didn't say a quick answer. Do do you think the friend zone exists? And if so, give arguments why or why not. I think it does exist, but no nowhere near as prevalent as humanity wishes it. It does. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go, oh, I've, I'm put in the friend zone. Well, good, you belong there, right? You, the, you, there's, I think there's a, the friend zone becomes like a scapegoat for for relationship failure, for dating failure, or or just whinging about, or not accepting the yeah. the foibles. You know? I think the f- term friend zone to me is created just to make people feel fucking guilty that their love is unrequited. Yes. And I think it's bullshit because I don't think there is like a, oh, I've put you in the friend zone. It's just like, hey, I consider you my friend and I don't want to date you. That doesn't mean that I've relegated you somewhere. It means you get the fucking privilege of being my goddamn friend. That's right. Um, uh, yes, you want to fuck that person. That's fine. That's we fine. All, that's fine. But, but that, that other person doesn't owe you anything. That's right. <laughs> So and and it's in bad poor taste to someone who chooses to be your friend, and you say oh, I'm in the friend zone. Yeah, How like it's some you? kind of fucking you know booby prize or something. It's bullshit. I hate it. I hate the friend zone. And if you, I like sometimes I don't even think the friend zone exists. I think it's that you're friends with somebody and it's unrequited feelings. I don't think yeah that we need a term that makes any party feel guilty at all and blaming blaming the friend zone is just much more comfortable and nice than than uh, admitting that they don't want you yes. in that way i'm so. sorry <laughs> but they do want you as their friend so you should feel grateful yeah that's right better than the than the no friend zone or the enemy zone welcome Absolutely. to the enemy zone Welcome to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. I'm Liz Best. Hello, Tom Harris here. How are we, everybody? We are here for another episode where we get guests on to talk about their tales of love gone absolutely freaking wrong. That's right. A, a walk along the beach of uh, romance gone by, uh, picking up whatever uh, washes ashore. Garbage washes yeah, ashore. That's right. Now I've got a bit of a surprise for you that I haven't told you yet, Tom. Oh, my God. Our oh my guest God. today, <laughs> technically... Is one of my ex boyfriends. Oh, <laughs> I love the use of technically. We dated when I was fourteen, so ah, I feel like so it sort a, of counts, but like sort of doesn't yes, count. Yes, I understand. Um, but yes, yeah, so our guest today shall be known as D. Hello, D. Hey, how you doing? So Hello. this, I'm, yeah, back in back in ye olde primary, uh, primary school, primary. not primary school, high school, <laughs> just, just. <laughs> and yeah, I kind of was like, I'm not going to tell Tom until. No, this is, this is this is so this is surprise. This is my ghost of boyfriend <laughs> past, technically. Wow, 
in the in the flesh. Well, very good. I invited Dion because he has uh, <laughs> a few tales of romance gone wrong over the years, haven't you, Dion? Oh, yeah, I've got a fair few. You've rack, <laughs> racked up some stories. I, I have. I think I've racked up like the ultimate one right here. So we've got the ultimate story. Um, now, we need to run through some rules with you on air because I'm pretty sure that we're legally required to. Uh Fake name. We mm-hmm. need a fake name. What fake name have you picked? Uh, we're going with Gladys. <laughs> Gladys. Gladys. Oh, what a gal. Oh, she is lovely. The year was 1920. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no threats, which he has written down on his sheet Yes. Paper. Some guests need to write down in front of them so they have it in front of their eyes. No threats. No threats. And underline it and... And everything. So and, the, underline it. and Columbo's <laughs> at, at home who who happened to who uh, well done to you to figure out who's being talked about and who's in the story. But our number one rule is Don't ruin it for for the rest of us. We're on a good thing here and don't I wanna keep it going. Be a dick. If you figured it out, don't be a dick. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's more that's more or less it. So First of all, where where are we starting? Start us at the start of this story. All right. So I, I think at the start of this story it takes us back to what oh, 2007. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, 2007. It was a simpler time. <laughs> fluoro was in fashion. Remember, everything was fluoro in, in 2007, 2008. That era, everything was fluoro. I'm getting nods from the producer. producers yeah. nodding. Yeah, I have no idea. I remember 2001, and I remember like yesterday. That's all so I've got. good. Well, we'll fill in the gaps for okay. you. Okay. So um, I, I was well. I'm a chef myself, so I've been was was working at this restaurant for about a year. Um, I'd been single for about well, three or four months after a three-year relationship, just self-exploding. Um, and so we used to go to this bar, like just down the way from where the restaurant was, and like all the chefs would go there, we'd have a drink. Yep. Um, and then there was this cute girl that started coming along, and it turns out she worked in the restaurant that was above ours. Yeah. And so all the all the other chefs are like, oh, you know, you should do something, you should do something. But by this point in time, like the group that I was working with, we were opening a new restaurant down in Canberra in a month's time. So I'd already put my hand up for a transfer because I thought, you know, I'd just get out of town, um, get my career on track. Because if I went down and worked with one of the chefs down there, he could hook me up with um, work in London uh, in three Michelin star restaurants, which would have seen me come back a golden god. Mm. So um, everything was on track. So I started, you know, having a drink with this girl and we started hanging out more. And, uh, and Gladys and I realised we had a lot in common. Um, and I was very, very upfront and honest with her, saying, you know, look, I'm moving down to Canberra in a month. Um, so this is what it is. It's, it's just for a month. And she was all fine with that till about week three. And she was like, oh, what if I come down with you? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, well, it's really up to you. I mm. uh, said, so like, you, you need to understand that, you know, like I'm, I'm moving down. I'm there for 18 months to work uh, under this particular chef. And then I'm off ski to London and I, I might not come back from London. She's like, no, no, that sounds like a, a really good plan. I'm like, well, look, you know, it's 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 your call. Mm. You, you do you, girl, but, you know, yeah. I'm going like, down. I'm not asking you to come. I'm not asking you to not come. I'm just saying you do what's right for you. Exactly that right. That seems reasonable to me. Yep, fair enough. So um, so she she throws a towel in with her job. Like, she's uh, she ends up wow. moving down. Yeah. She wow. ends up moving down about two weeks after I do, so I move down. And in that two-week period where... So uh, this is three weeks after you yeah, yeah, started... Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a few red flags, but sure. A but couple, sure, yeah. A couple, a couple. I was just doing what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, just like, look, like, you know, I'm just swinging my arms and if you want to walk yeah, in, that's yeah, right. then exactly. that's Exactly, <laughs> exactly. 
So in, in this two week lull period, while uh, while I'm down in Canberra and she's uh, she and Gladys is still in Brisbane, she's still doing her thing, you know, working out the last two weeks, still doing the, like the hospitality staff partying lifestyle. And so about two a.m. one morning, I uh, get a phone call from Gladys. You know, she's quite drunk and I was quite tired. <laughs> and uh, Gladys, uh, she's like quite loud down the phone. She's like, "Oh, Dan, D, whoops, I want babies." And I'm okay. just like, oh yeah, that's um, that's interesting. You know, what are you up to, darling? She's like, oh, you know, just out with my friends. I'm like, okay, well, you have fun tonight. You know, like, um, I'm pretty tired. I, I need to need to have a sleep, but I'll give you a call tomorrow. And I've sort of got off the phone. I'm sort of mulling over this whole I want babies conversation because um, I never wanted babies. Mm-mm. And so I'm like, okay, well, let, let's let's see the right thing. So, you know, the, the morning gets up, you know, it's 9 a.m. And I'm just like, man, she's going to be hungover as all hell and hurting. I'm just going to leave this one for a bit. So I'm going to go to work. You know, I wait till the afternoon thinking, okay, it's four o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon. I know she's got today off. She's probably awake by now. Yep. Might be hurting a little bit, but somewhat a lot more sober than last Resembling night. Resembling a human again. Exactly yes. right. So I give her a call. I'm just like, oh, hey, Gladys, you know, like we need to talk about last night. She's like, oh, why? What happened? I'm like, well, this is the conversation that we said. <laughs> and she was like, oh. And I was like, well, look, you know, you haven't moved down yet. You know, you haven't even booked your flight down here yet. Yeah, you've quit your job, but it's not too late to back out of this. Um, I need to let you know that if you ever want babies, I am not the man for you. Mm. They are not on my agenda. This is the plan, you know, like 18 months in Canberra, off to London, bish bosh, job done. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I was just really drunk. I was just really drunk. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think we can all see where this is going, can't we? <laughs> so Gladys comes down to Canberra and, you know, we have that chat again. She's like, oh, no, 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 I'm on the implant. Impl- I've got the implant. I've got the implant. But, you know, more fool me. Like, you know, it does take two to tango when I probably should have recaptured this conversation in my mind. Responsibilities and on both bags. sides. Exactly, and exactly. Can I quickly jump in? Did you move in together? Uh, yes. In Canberra? Yeah, down? yeah. Uh, she moved down. We we shared a uh, backpacker's hostel room, like a, a double room for the first two months until we found a place of our own. Um, but after that first two months, you know, we've had that awkward conversation where, you know, she started to go like a, a wee bit um, emotional. I think is the safest way to play. Right. Um, moody. Hold on, I'm getting uh, this token yes. female on this yes. podcast sitting yes. here going, hmm. And um, there's, there's a fair few arguments that creep up and something's just not triggering. It's like something's not playing right for me. And I've just looked at her one day and just gone, I think you need to get a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. This is like two months after she's moved down. She's like, oh, I'm not pregnant, I'm not pregnant. So she's run out and got a pregnancy test uh, in spite of me um, to prove me wrong. And, um, yeah, like I said, I think we all know where this has gone. Mm-hmm. So we've come back with a positive. We make the doctor's appointments and um, it, it just gets even more of a roller coaster can from I, there on in. Can I interject? Yes. Let's take it back to before the positive pregnancy test, back to before she moved to Canberra. Why did you agree to move in with her mm. at that point? What, once she came down to Canberra? Yeah. Why? At what point did you go, did you move in because it was convenient or was um, it because you wanted to be with her? I think it's because when she moved down, because I, so when I moved down, like I knew no one down there. So mm. I just got myself a room at a backpacker's hostel. Um, and when she moved down, she had nowhere to stay as well. So it's like, oh, look, you know, come on in, like we'll share the hostel. Like 
it's all good. Um, and in all honesty, like it, it's, it just became like the new status quo. Like a sort of a natural progression yeah, of yeah. things? A, a, a very much natural progression of things. She ended up getting a job in the restaurant that I was working at as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was, yeah. And did you, how did you feel about her at this point? Um, look, I thought she was a nice girl. Yeah, we still did have a lot in common. Um, the, the pregnancy thing sort of threw me, it, it knocked me for six, but you know, like, um, coming from a background raised by a single mum, like, like my, um, my sperm donor abandoned me when I was very young. I was mm. just like, here's my turn to shine. Like, you know, yeah. like I, I've, I've literally done the same thing and now I can actually like step up and, and be that role, which, you know, maybe my, my sperm donor should have done for me. Yeah. So it was just like there, there was there was never any sort of oh look you know I think maybe I think maybe we we need to talk about this it's just like well this is your decision it's your body um, but whatever you decide I'm going to stand by it because like I played my part in this mm. yeah you know so I, I guess because like that time in the hostel then we she got pregnant and that's when we found the place to sort of move into as well. It was just really that sort of natural progression of everything sort of like. Did you just feel like you were on a roller coaster, just kind of, and that was the next? Um, yeah, very much like, so very much like a roller coaster, but also I felt that, you know, I'd played my part. So I needed to also be a responsible figure in this now. Yes. Like, um, I, I, I've done this, so now we need to nurture this small little thing inside of her. And and it's, it's very mature of you, very commendable, just to, <sighs> just to ad, ad, accept and, and, and roll with this it. This is grow, the status yeah. quo now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> you, you can't live a life with an A to B plan. That's just, mm, not, yeah. how I, it's not, just not how life goes. God laughs at well-made plans. Yes. yes. For that very reason. So at this point, after she's had the pregnancy test, have you guys? So are you counting yourself as boyfriend and girlfriend? Or? Um, yeah, yeah. I think that sort of became like an official thing when she sort of moved in in the backpack at the uh, mm -hmm. hostel with me. It's just like, oh, I guess we're 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 officially together now. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. I don't know anyone else, so it's all good. Like you, you can be my new like exploring BFF, mm -hmm. you know. So you know, we did a lot of the sort of sightseeing, you know, walking, well, sightseeing, walking around the roundabout that's Canberra, <laughs> um, and 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 that sort of stuff. And we we had a lot of conversations along the way, and like it did sort of strengthen the relationship. Uh, or the, it, it was. It looked like the relationship was strengthening from from those sorts of conversations, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, but then, yeah, it just um, it all really started to unravel with, um, you know, oh, what have I got in my notes here? So uh, she's not of an Australian or origin originally. Mm -hmm. So um, so that's when things started to get a bit weird. Some days, like she'd have an off day, and then she'd be like, "Oh, I'm just going to move back home." you'll never see your child. And I was just like, whoa, like, where's this come from? Like, what's what's going on? Like, maybe we should talk about things like mm. this before we just go off the deep end and mm. make these sorts of things. And so we'd sort of chat it out and, you know, she was, I, I just really did put it down to like the emotional roller coaster of the hormones when you're pregnant because yeah. like that's just some crazy shit which I'll never understand. Oh, it's, so, it's, I've had pregnant friends who just turn into completely different fucking humans <laughs> when they're pregnant. I get it. Body chemicals are mm, fucked. Absolutely. Yeah. 
But uh, but these sorts of arguments came on few and far between with like well not came in very fast and furious yeah. sorry not few and far between, uh, very fast and furious. So we would have them almost every second day. It's like no, I'm going back home. You also like, I'll move back in with my family where you don't know where they live and you'll never find your kid. And I was just like it almost felt like um, destiny was forcing me to play the hand of my sperm donor. Only it's not the hand that I wanted to play yeah. because I didn't want to abandon my child. But she's kind of making it like I'm going to have to. Mm. So, um, yeah, I did the, the, the next best stupid thing um, and put an engagement ring on her finger. Okay. There you go. Yeah. That happened. And oh, 100%. And at that point, did you actually, did you do it just to step up or did you do it like had you, have you guys, like forgive me for making this observation, yeah. but it doesn't sound like a very loving relationship. Oh, no, no. By this stage it wasn't. Yeah. Um, was it ever? Did you ever get to the point where you loved each other? I don't think so. I think uh, we were just in that sort of honeymoon mm. stage of the of that first like, sort of lust. I feel like this is a situation ship. Like yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. It, it's just it's a, happening because it's happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty wow. much. Okay. So um, was it a romantic proposal? Oh no, it, no, this no. Was, no. Th- th- <laughs> no. This was uh, this this was a priceless. Uh, a priceless proposal. So, like, I actually even researched, like, you know, okay, she likes, you know, she likes, uh, I think it was, like, rose gold. She likes this. She likes this. So I found her one. And then, like, we were at work and she was, like, just going off, like, just losing and the plot. And you're like, I love you. And, I, and I'm just sitting back just – and she's, like, I'm just, like, just going, fuck it. I'm just going outside for a smoke. So I've started walking outside for a smoke. She's following me. She's like going off even more. And I've just got this ring box in my pocket and I've just pulled it out and I've just, without even looking behind me, just threw it over my shoulder at her. That is terrible. I'm sorry. I'm going to judge the shit out of you for this. That's (laughs) fucking terrible. Oh, Oh, man. It's what the situation called for. (laughs) Was it? Or you could have just kept the fucking thing in your pocket. I could have, but, okay, in my defence, I didn't turn around and actually take aim. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. It could have hit that ring. That box could have hit anyone. He could have ended up married to anyone in that kitchen. Who do you don't know? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, continue. I'm stealing myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and what did she just go, yes, a thousand times yes, or did she pitch it back at your head like she should have? Um, I think she was more shocked than anything. She's just sort of looked at it and she's like, oh my God. And then she's coming out and she's toting down the bitchiness, which I think, you know, it was just like a big tick in my box. It's just like, well, maybe that's actually done the job it was supposed to. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. Wow. I swear to God. Yes. I'm going to have to get a It is dangerous that you are sitting next to me. I am going to slap you clean across the face. Oh, We're going to need a, a, mod- a moderator in this room. We need a- At least you said these mics move, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, like we ended up having a talk about it, like when we were, like went out to the smoking area. Um, the, uh, the as the pregnancy went on, like there was even more sort of erratic behaviour. Like she started going out drinking again and all that sort of stuff. Even mm. yeah, yeah. So like Gladys was a lovely lady. Um, and then I think we got to I think she was probably about five months or six months in, and she was like, "Oh, I'm going to get an abortion." Fuck, man. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. And I was like, dude, like, I'm not even sure that can actually be a procedure done at this stage 
in the pregnancy. Mm. Um, so then in, in, in this state that she was in, she, um, she opted to uh, draw up a contract where I was to take sole custody of the child once it was born and she wanted nothing to do with it because like she just wanted to be young and free mm. and all that yep. sort of stuff. Contract never got written up, but you know, it's always just something that's sort of played in my mind, especially as, um, as the years have passed and Gladys has stayed in this sort of same mature mind frame. Um, which is, yeah, that's a different story in itself. Um, so yeah, like we, we, so we ended up getting through that. We made, we made the decision to, uh, not go to London, obviously, um, Shit. everything being too much of a roller coaster. And we thought, well, let's just move back to, uh, to Queensland where there's a bit more of a safety net. So we come back to Queensland, um, come back to Queensland, how far along? I think she was about, you know, about eight months, yep. eight months along, like when we moved back. So didn't go into work, which, you know, was all fine and good. Like you're about to pop any minute, dude, like just chill. Yeah. Um, so I've got the job that I got, pardon me, um, gave birth. Um, every, well, that was actually probably one of the easiest childbirths I've ever witnessed. It was, how many childbirths have you witnessed? I, I, have, I have now witnessed three. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, was, it, it actually made me wonder. I was just like, wow, what are all these girls on about? Like saying <laughs> right. childbirth is hard. Like, I'm going to slap you again. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, it, it was just this particular circumstance. Like I said, like, I was so like, since, since this first one, like, out. yeah, yeah, literally. It's just like, oh, and there's a baby. So let's uh, let's go clubbing now. Like what is the, what time's the beat open? Oh, um, it was literally that quick. And like, it was just like, wow, I have no idea. I think my mother had 40 hour labor with me. Oof. Something like that. Something that's just week, a week <gasps> of... <laughs> I don't remember what out. mum said about me, but I know my brother's was difficult because he was born backwards with the cord oh, wrapped around yes. his neck. That'll so, that's fun. Oh, fun not all. easy. That's what these women are on about. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so child was born. Everything seems mostly okay. Like, um, how did you feel when your kid was born? I thought he was amazing, and I still yeah. do. Like, he he's pretty fantastic. So, I mean, I guess like, you know, the the big lesson learnt here is like, you know, kids are great. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so and yeah. At that point, sorry to keep asking yeah. questions, but at that point when you see your child and you just think he's amazing, do your feelings towards her change at all and be like, you're amazing for giving me this? Or were you still in that uneasy? I was still very much in that uneasy mm. sort of stage, very much in that uneasy sort of stage. Mm. Um, that was just sort of really exacerbated like after the childbirth when – you know, like she started to try to reclaim that party lifestyle. Um, still not working and we were only running on my income, paying for everything. Like we had an apartment to ourselves. Like it's not like we were living with parents or anything. Mm. Um, and so there'd be sta there'd be days there where you'd get like, you know, three days out to, to payday. You'd have like a hundred bucks left in your account. And she's like, oh, I'm going to take that money and go clubbing with my friends. Uh, and I'm sitting there. It's like, now yeah. I want to slap her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a slap heavy story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this, this, this is the this is the caliber of uh, of person that Gladys is. So she actually makes me look like an angel, which is scary. That is. Um, <laughs> and um, so I turn around, I'm like, uh, actually, no, you're not. Um, you know, if there's like, you need you, to feed your yeah, child. If if if, yeah. if if there's a medical emergency, like, what if uh, what if he gets sick? We need uh, antibiotics. We need medicine. How about you just chill, and and not do that um and and this this led to a lot more arguments of me just apparently being a controlling manipulative prick um mm -hmm. because you know i would much rather you know have money in case kid gets sick yes um and that sort of really drifted us apart 
even further mm. until she eventually got her own job. Um, and very soon after that, uh, stopped coming home every night after work and all that sort of stuff. And I had a sort of inkling as to what was going on. Um, so are you are you married at this point? Um, no, not, no at this point. not at this point. Not at this point. Okay, continue. Not at this point. Um, so it was, it was a very, very short relationship where a wedding was even incorporated. So, yeah, uh-huh. that's, uh, it was like 18 months in total. Right. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like she wasn't coming home like every night, but, you know, it's the, the nature of hospitality. Mm. Um, you also have your understanding as to what's possibly going on. We did have like an engagement party planned, um, which I think last minute she turned into a celebrant rocking up and we, uh, yeah. Oh, surprise wedding. There we go. Puds. Fuck me. Hey, at least I wasn't in the financially in the hole for it. Oh. I know. I know. I know. Surprise wedding. I know, my dear. I know. I'm feeling it too. I know. <laughs> did, you, did you just retract up yeah, into yourself? Just, <laughs> like- just go, hmm, sorry? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, I think for me, like, uh, I guess at the end of the day, like I still wanted to believe that I could be with the mother of my child. Mm. Yeah, of course. Everyone even wants though, that um, romantic Even notion. though Gladys was like proving not to be like, yeah. The one in any way, shape oh, or just, form. Just, you know, not the, even the, the same species of human. Right. Yeah. You know, like I think she's probably like the same sort of subspecies as taxi drivers and bus drivers. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I know some lovely taxi drivers and bus drivers. Let's not go there. I said no threats. I didn't threaten them. <laughs> you could have said lawyers and magicians. And my I friend. would have no. I love magicians. Fuck you. No, lawyers, I, I, yes. you like you like magic. Yeah. I, I like don't magic. Like magicians. <laughs> there is a difference. I like nerds who do close up magic, but any illusionists can get fucked. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no, we have the uh, have the uh, impromptu wedding. And everything was pretty much good for maybe two weeks after that. You got a good two weeks. Oh, I know, right? I know it's like two solid weeks of, of, of amazing before everything sort of reverted back to normal. Right. And then um, I think it was like pretty much two months after we got married um, is is when she just sort of walked out one day. Like she, uh, she didn't come home one night again. And she sort of come home the next morning. And I was just like, uh, I, I confronted her about it. I'm like, okay, so... This is where I, where my headspace is at. This is what I think is going on. And she's like, oh, it's not like that at all. Like, you know, I was just at this party, which happened to be like at the uh, the executive chef of where she worked. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she's walked out that day, moved straight in with him. Um, and that was, yeah, like two months, two months after we got married and just before our son's first Christmas. So missed that entire month. Didn't come and see him. Like I kept trying to call her, contact her saying, hey, look, do you want to come and see your son? Like, I'm happy to drive him to you, drop him off with you. Yeah. Um, even his first Christmas trying to organise that. So I, look, I just said, look, I don't care if you don't want to see me. I am happy to drive him to your parents' house. Good. So then, you know, they can sort of see him. Then you can go down. Like, I'll leave and I'll come back and get him. You're trying but to make try, do the right thing. And, trying, and trying to make it all work, yeah. child have both the parents in their life. But, um, but yeah, no, she uh, completely missed the whole first, first Christmas. Like, it wasn't until late January... Um, yeah, late January after Christmas that she started taking him a couple of days a week. Um, and, yeah, by that point in time, like, the relationship was just done and dusted. Oh, like of uh, course. Yeah. There, there, there wasn't even conversations. Like, there was just, you know, text messages on the day saying, look, I'm coming to drop him off or text yep. message on the day, I'm coming to pick him up. 
Um, so was it long enough to get a divorce or did you just annul that shit? Yeah, no, because there was a child involved. Of course. Because yeah. there's a child invo- involved. I actually had to wait until we'd been separated for the year. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we still had to be separated for the year. And it's just like, yeah, so eventually, so essentially I was married essentially for 14 months then. So that kind of makes me feel good. It's not as short as I keep saying to everyone. Yeah. Um, Wow. But, um, yeah, that's... So what was she like? Like, is she involved in, in your son's life now? Um, okay, it's been on and off now for... How old is he now? He's 12, yeah. So yeah. it's it's been on and off for the last 12 years. Like, for the first maybe two years, like, you know, there was the first couple of months where she had nothing to do with him. And then she sort of, you know, we did the 50-50 thing um, until he was all... When, when was it? Till he was about four. Um, and then, of like, course, you know, she ended up having two other kids too. The new executive chef then did the exact same thing to him that she did to me. Are you friends with him? I actually am now. <laughs> <laughs> that normally happens. <laughs> him and I are actually like really good friends. Like we, um, we, we talk a fair bit these days. Um, and then when, when, when that happened, she, um, she moved in with the next manager that she worked with but oh, outside of man. hospitality right. um and this ended up taking her out to chinchilla right um so i think i got a, a phone call probably about two weeks before my birthday just saying oh yeah by the way um i'm moving to chinchilla uh you need to take uh, you, you need to take our son full time and i was just like okay yeah righto and i was like oh what are you doing with the other two boys she's like oh, i'm taking them with us and so she'd yeah, so yeah. Separating. Yeah, yeah. She made the conscious decision to take like uh, the his my, my my boy's two brothers, which aren't mine, yeah. you know, yeah. um, with her. But didn't cut a chinchilla, but didn't. That's oh. And how do you how do you re- help him reconcile that? Um. Well, look, it's it, it's really hard. Like in all in all honesty, like I um, I don't talk shit about his mum to him. No. Yeah, good. Um, good. That's. As as much as it wants to, but he's now getting to an age where he's starting to see it himself. Like you yeah. know, just little things that um, she'll promise him, but you know, will never come into fruition. Um, so it's it's mainly now just being there for him, you know. Because like when he'll come to me and be like, "Oh, Dad, this has happened," I was like, "Oh, mate, look, that's no issues. Like we can do this, 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 this." Um, but it's it, it is really hard. Like I mean, the the, the start of this year, he started high school. And for those with kids and going to high school now, that's expensive as fuck because you've got to bring your own device and all this, all this, all this, mm. all this. So um, she played no part in organising any of that, yeah. um, which was an interesting part. Oh, in- interesting part of this year, like, um, but you know, we we got through it. Like, uh, we we managed to do some wheeling and dealing and uh, and got him like a top of the range iPad for all of this and we, we yeah. got him set out but he's starting like I said he's just starting to realise that things that she says quite often don't happen so yeah. and it's, it's it's also the rose coloured glasses thing like you know it, she's always going to be mum yeah, of right. course you know, he, he's always going to love her and I'm not going to take that from him but no. he will get to an understanding at an age where he's just like well I love mum but I rely on dad I was yeah. going to so. I was going to say that let him f- learn I suppose from her uh, let her, him he'll figure it out he'll yeah. learn and it'll all he, he might not it won't happen tomorrow but he'll understand one day and he'll he'll go dad you were there for me from woe to go my friend yeah, thank yeah. you so much for that don't bad mouth it <laughs> don't do that uh, that's mm. you're doing you're doing the good good correct work mm. wow 
Um, so I guess in a way in trying to not be like your, as you call him, sperm donor, you've ended up with a reverse situation. Well, 100%. Like um, I, I never actually thought or even heard of the term deadbeat mum. Like I, I didn't right. think they existed. Yes, yeah. uh, it's like everyone's yeah. like everyone throws around like oh deadbeat dads. I was like yeah, yeah. those scumbags. You s- they're yeah. a dime a dozen. You, yeah. s- you said the words deadbeat mum, and my brain needed to stop and I know. I just that. tried to calculate yeah. that, and I went no, you're right. It wasn't I don't. A, I've never. Inc- I don't think I've actually. Ever I know of. I know of one. I'm. Oh, and they're I'm out there, but sure. as a but as yeah. a term, as yeah, a, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. True. Wow. No, it just doesn't. It doesn't happen. So do you have full legal custody now or is it just an agreement? It's just an agreement. Um, mm. So, like, he, he still goes over to see her and stuff like that and he always comes back. You know, it's like, oh, how was everything, mate? He's like, oh, yeah, it was all fine. We just sort of leave it at that. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Like, it's 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 not written down anywhere. Yeah. Um, it is what it is and I have no real desire to change it. So, So I guess this is the part. Where we go and talk about what you learned. Yes. Dee, um, what did you learn? If anything. From this experience. I learned to step up. Yes. Yeah. Like in all honesty, like I've, um, if, if, uh, so in so many situations in my life, if something was too hard, I'd just walk away. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like having to, to care about something more than myself, mm. I think it has been like the biggest learning lesson. Uh, in, in this one here because I mean as as Miss Liz could testify like um, I was pretty self-serving a very very long time ago yes <laughs> <laughs> well that's okay yeah that's, look that's honestly okay. my mum said that we weren't allowed to date and that was too hard for him so he left <laughs> yeah, too hard <laughs> we were teenagers it's fine yes. that's why I say technically it's not a real thing but, like, I think that it's really good that you learnt um, caring about something more than you care about yourself is something that's so important in life, um, as long as you do remember to care about yourself as well because otherwise you can get yourself into very messy holes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm learning about that aspect of life, uh, especially in the last two years. Self-care. Uh, self-care important. is important, yes. Because you can't look after him unless you can look after yourself in order to give him the best care that he can have. Um, One of the lessons I think I've learned from this is uh, don't let yourself just be swept up in something because you think it's what you should do Mm. and what you're supposed to do. And I think that if it's not something, like I I firmly believe in that if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Mm. And so, you know, I think if I were to be in your similar situation at the age I am now, having learnt the things and yeah. someone was like, oh, I should move with you when I was moving, I'd probably mm. say don't. Yeah, yeah. No, or I'd probably say, if you'd like to do that, that's fine, but let's move in separately and see how things happen organically. Like, I think so often people look at this like, you know, um, white picket fence idealism of, of, you know, how things should be or when things happen, you feel like they need to... Like, if you, if you get somebody pregnant and you don't want to marry them... Mm. It's mm. 2020. Mm. You don't have to. Yep. You don't have to. You don't need to. You can be there for that child without pulling somebody into a relationship that's not good. Correct. Like, and even uh, keeping uh, keeping an eye on your attitude because, uh, and I mean that in uh, once upon a time, she said, oh, you're moving to Canberra. I'll come with you. And your attitude was like, well, fine. Do what you want. I'm doing, I'm doing that. 
I've already made my mind up. You do what you want. And that kind of that can be have a negative effect where your you don't tell your feelings. You probably should have said no, don't do that. You're, <laughs> you're insane. Yeah. But 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 having that blas that kind of blase. Ah, you live your life, I'll live mine, and we'll just see. What it can yeah. be can be detrimental, especially if somebody else is like, "Yes, my life is with you. Yes, I'm coming with you. <laughs> yes. I'm going to super glue myself to your side, and this is just what's happening. So, Except so, when you want me to stay, and then I'm leaving. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, and I also wanted to, to say, commend commend you for as we were touched on before. Uh, I'm considering uh, this point of view from a child, right? Uh, Take D and Gladys as two human people that have made mistakes and fucked up. But a child arose and you, sir, stood up and said, yes, I will be here and do it for the ch- this child. You did the good things, the right things. And that's the child is the, the most important thing in this story and all and sundry stories. Yeah, so do the, do the good thing, the correct thing, the right thing by the child. That's good. Yes. It's a good thing. Yes. We're all happy and it's good. And okay? also, sometimes there are two toxic people in a relationship and that causes a massive fucking explosion. Yes. So please recognise the signs <laughs> of both when other people are being toxic to you and when that is making you extremely toxic to them yes. as well. Yes. Yes. Because one toxic person with a non-toxic person, like personality, when, when two people, it, it kind of can work in a really nasty way, but... Your type is fireworks. Like that's like setting shit on fire and then walking away for it in slow-mo with your kid though. So that's good. But yeah, so like just 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 if you're not suited with someone maybe don't. <laughs> yes, cuz the explo- the 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 toxic explosion from the uh, could leave fallout, devastating yes. fallout in the yes. surrounding areas for yes. years on end. Yes. And uh, no one can live in those zones. Everything dies. Everything dies. <laughs> Everything dies. <laughs> Everything withers. <laughs> well, there we go, everybody. Thank you so much for spending some time with us and telling your story. It's very much appreciated. If you would like your story on Ghost of Boyfriends Past, you can write to us at ghostofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or you can go to thatsnotcanon.com forward slash ghostofboyfriendspast and fill in our handy-dandy little form. Literally gets you to dot point what the story is and where you're from so that we can organise to chat to you. You don't have to be from Brisbane. We have Skyped people in before. Um, And if you can't organise a time to chat to us, just... Write in your story and we'll tell it in one of our minisodes. Otherwise, please rate, please review the show. It just helps us get more eyeballs, more ears listening. Um, help us help you. Yes, that's right. Be the change you want to see in the world <laughs> and spread the spread our good word. Help, yes. Uh, we're, we're, we're bordering on dangerous, like, religious uh, I know. Yeah, cult We've here. gone into cliche territory and yes. I need, the writer inside me needs to get the yes. fuck out of there. Um Rate, I, review, subscribe. We need to know that you love us so that we can feel really good about ourselves and make good content for you. That's 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 what it's all about. I know a good way out of it. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.